Okay, welcome to the show. We're getting into it. Sad in the city, blah, blah, blah. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I took notes this week. I took notes, Brianna. I love it. I'm because, so proud of you. Because I wanted to make sure. My, my biggest fear about this podcast is not that fans of mine won't like it. It's that Brianna won't have fun. <laughs> it's mostly that I'll come in here and she will, her eyes will glaze over <laughs> and I'll have to watch me torture somebody <laughs> for an hour. So I, I, I walk around all week <laughs> jotting things down going, would Brianna think this was good? <laughs> Is this anything for Brianna? It's not for you, whoever's listening to this. It's for Brianna. <laughs> Oh my God! Sorry, I'm, coming in hot. Yes, uh, again, fan of yours. This is a front row seat for me every single time we're together. So I'm living my dream. Maybe you're not digging New York, but I'm digging this situation. <laughs> here's here's what I'll say. I'm having a good week with New York, which means the other shoe is about to drop. <laughs> I all week I've been like, this is good. And then just checking for the piano above my head because that's what this city fucking does. It goes, oh, are you having fun? Dog shit. It's without fail. It's been like that. And so I don't want to get too comfortable, but we are on a hot streak right now. Me in New York this week, you know, my my apartment's all Christmassy. I think I finally nested. I mean, I went to Bed Bath & Beyond last night. Hashtag white lady. <laughs> The whitest thing I've ever said. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond in that excited tone. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond and I got those big candles that you just turn on. Oh, yeah. But the, they flicker like they're real candles. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Brianna knows what I'm talking about. Brianna's soaking wet right now. <laughs> I was just saying it was so sexual it the was... way I said that. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know those candles. The ones you turn on but they're still wax, <laughs> but they won't burn anything down. Oh my God. I got that. They look great. I got five of them. So I could <laughs> I could do a big one in the middle and then they get lower. I, I mean, Martha Stewart, fuck off. <laughs> and then I got, do you know that? Is it LED lighting? It's the lighting that's technically like a sticker mm. and you put it like under counters and like under your bed and like, behind TVs and picture frames oh, and it creates yeah. like a nice little halo around it. I got that shit. You have I, a vibe. Oh, I'm crushing it. I know the sun's going to be gone soon. So I'm making <laughs> yeah. my own sun in there, damn it. I got another lamp. Have plenty of lamps now. I have four now. One is broken. It's a coat rack now. <laughs> but I do have three and then I put the the LED lighting around this picture that I actually bought in Los Angeles. There's this great little store that's been there for like, I think they were telling me they've been there for like 40 years or something. It was something crazy. And they have just this endless supply of like old Hollywood movie posters and pictures from on set. They have they have binders. That's so cool. They have a binder that's just labeled stars eating. <laughs> and it's like Cary Grant with a milkshake and like all these stars like eating on the Fox lot. Like it's I've spent hours in there yeah. and I I got a couple in L.A. I got one that's a still from Singing in the Rain 
And then another one that's like a behind the scenes one in my bathroom that I love. These like huge black and white uh, photos. And then the one I got for New York, I think is um, a picture from Vogue from like the 1950s of these women on a skyscraper (laughs) in what looks like the winter. And I should have taken a picture to show you, Brianna. (laughs) But it's, it's very... It's very like comforting to me and I I totally bought it going this will make me feel better in the winter. Aww. Maybe maybe when it gets warm again we'll switch it out yes. with a more summery yeah. springy New York photo, but I was like if we're going to do New York apartment, <laughs> we're going to go hard with this. <laughs> we are going to get a new, only New York in here cuz there's nothing worse than like being in a place and you just have a big picture of where you'd rather be like i didn't want to like get a la photo in there sunny california beach picture yeah also sometimes my building will put packages inside my apartment if i'm gone for weeks and i don't need anyone to see that i have a photo of los angeles in my apartment i'll come back it'll be like gutted or something like this la bitch this city's already trying to force you out you don't want to give people more reason but it looks really good with that little halo of ri- light around it. It's like above oh, my fireplace my that I'm too scared to use. I'm really excited about it. This sounds incredible. Yeah. Plus I'm Christmas tree. My second Christmas tree came. Oh, if- <laughs> it came. <laughs> and I haven't put it up yet because it's so excessive. <laughs> like, because it's not, it's not like there are like a bunch of rooms to put them in. And Sam's like two and in one room is kind of a lot. And I was like, <laughs> well, this room is technically the dining room and the living. Like, this is all the rooms. Yes. This room. This one Welcome room. to New York. <laughs> all the rooms. And, and and so I don't know. I'm like, can I put it over here? Is it too, is it overkill to have two in my field of vision at all times? <laughs> or I could kind of put one around the corner by the door. I don't know yet. It's too many trees. I know that. And I fucked up, okay? I tried to play it off. Like, I I totally tried to play it off like I didn't fuck up. I was like, oh, I got two trees. Isn't that great? And Sam's like, why? And I'm like, okay, I couldn't figure out how to cancel the first one I ordered. And then I found one that would come sooner. And and I forgot to cancel it because I couldn't figure it out. So now it's just real Christmassy in there. Um... But it feels really cozy in there. And not just because I can't control the heat. <laughs> it's so hot. I have to open the windows at night. It's so hot in there. They tell me the heat's not on. It feels like it's on. How, how do you guys live like this? You're going to go slowly insane from the heat situation. It's so hot. I walk around all day cold. And then I get home and I'm boiling hot. It's like there's never... You're never perfect here. <laughs> we just watched that new movie that came out on Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom. <gasps> Must do. You just watched it? Did you yeah. like it? Yeah. We saw the play. Oh. Not with like the original people, but like we've seen it within the last, when we moved here. So within the last like six years. Oh, and wow. that so watching it was so cool. I loved it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It was just like memories of like going to see it. It was great. That's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know that they like did like a run of it really yeah like recently oh yeah I, that's great. I can't really remember uh who played jonathan uh 
I don't know the actress's name. I have Google here. Uh, I, guess I, <laughs> I like that, that you just looked off into space. Like yeah. you could like you could recall that information without technology's assistance. Yeah, I know. I have a real horrible memory. It's gonna it's oh. gonna come out a lot on this podcast. <laughs> We um, we yeah. laughed so hard at the part where they're fighting and he goes, it's New York. Nobody's happy in New York. We laughed so hard. I but, loved it. Oh, my God. It felt it felt very like New York ish. Yeah. You know, and they get all the cameos in there and it's, you know, Stephen Sondheim just died, which yeah. wrecked me. I was so, so sad um, in a way that I don't think I've ever been about like a celebrity right. death. I had just been talking to someone about how celebrity deaths don't affect me. Yeah. Because when your parent dies when you're a kid, you're like, take whoever you want. You know, like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But but yeah, Stephen Sondheim right. was like my childhood and I love it. So I was like pretty, I was pretty upset about and that didn't one. you just like go And to we the just company? saw company. Oh. Gosh, yeah. yeah, and he just saw company. He had just been to see it, and it was really, it was really sad. Um, oh. It was a real bummer. But we we did like that movie, and uh, it's just nice to see. It's nice to see any character in anything talking about like how they just want to get out. Yeah, and his girlfriend in the movie talking about how she just wants to teach dance. Like in upstate New York, I guess. Yeah. You were like, okay, other people feel like this. I know this is a movie, but this is all based on real stuff, maybe, kind right. of. I think they made that character up, but <laughs> I related. I related to her. So Natalie Morales here, she was the one who did Vanessa Hudgens' character oh, in that. okay. And I mean, that like big number scene where she's like belting, girl can sing. Wow. I didn't even know it was like that. Dude, I'm so impressed with people who can act and sing. F fucking Andrew Garfield was great. So I good. saw something off of our singing lessons bullshit that we talked about. Mm -hmm. I saw something that was saying he couldn't sing before this film. And I'm like, that just means it was a dormant ability. Mm -hmm. It's not that he couldn't sing. It's not like he learned how to sing for this movie. He probably worked with a vocal coach to unearth his natural talent. Yeah. That's not the same thing as couldn't couldn't sing right couldn't carry a note couldn't hit a note couldn't carry a tune then i took this class that's not a thing no at all it's like when people like learn i don't know can you learn how to paint i don't think you no there's just talent there's, there's just innate, talent. like ability and understanding you can learn colors and things like this but you can't i just don't believe it you can reproduce paintings if you have enough wine and it's a date night package. Oh, That's yeah. like a date night thing that people do in the suburbs is they <laughs> they go get dinner and wine, I guess, and they get little easels and they all paint <laughs> in a little monogamous group at a TGI Fridays or something. <laughs> Again, I kind of feel like you're attacking me. Have you done that? Well... <laughs> Something similar. Uh, no, oh my God. only it was kicked up a notch. We it was um it was a drag show. Oh, that's so much cooler than what I'm talking thing. about. Yeah, you were painting at a drag show. Yeah, it so was you got cool. a little easel <laughs> while there's a drag show going on. Yeah, it was that's disrespectful <laughs> to be painting during a drag show. I wasn't the only one. If somebody <laughs> came to my show and was painting. 
And they're like, no, we have a Groupon. I would spit on them. Are you serious? I like, think I was the only one. Maybe like I brought my own easel. What? It was the combo package. It was like you would stop and you would watch someone perform. And then in the interim, you would like Oh, okay. Paint. So you weren't painting during their performances. No. Oh, I was like, that is <laughs> so disrespectful. Could never. Uh, it was wow. great, though. It was a great uh, thing to do with like friends. Um, and then I, I did keep that really horrible painting of a wine bottle spilling out wine into a glass that that's why i felt like you were personally attacking me it, for a it, second yeah i was uh, <laughs> now that i have more information yeah. i was in fact attacking you <laughs> but you know what you're happily married so you can take it okay yeah you you're right you're right can take it <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast and you're like you know i really like brianna and i really relate to her and i'm glad she's there um, and you didn't know how happily married she was. I hope, I hope that this ruins Brianna for you. I hope, I hope that now you're like, fuck Brianna. Fuck <laughs> I thought, I thought she was like me. Now there's oh, plenty of people my yeah. age here. I was talking to a friend of mine um, who just finished med school, who's like a doctor now, whatever. And she was like telling me all the people she just saw and. She's like, I logged into Facebook for the first time in a long time. And she's like, you know, this person got married, this person's engaged, and this person just had a baby. Oh and gosh. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, people are out there. Yeah. They're people, doing the most. They're doing the most. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But then, you know, you got to imagine. I would assume that if we're all talking about someone's baby, someone's got to be looking at us going, Vic Victoria finished medical school. Taylor's on Netflix. Like, everyone's got to yeah. be keeping tabs on each other not on purpose but just because that's what you do with social media oh absolutely can't help it yeah not me though like i just i uh i work my normal job <laughs> and i don't have kids <laughs> so i don't ha I like i got to the married part and then i just stopped doing other big life things brianna is a happily married business <laughs> owner and it's amazing I don't hate her. I was going to say, you got to stop piping me up. Luckily, my career is going pretty well. <laughs> Otherwise, I could not. I could not hang <laughs> with this bitch right here. This happily. <laughs> don't put your ring over your face. Literally like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so funny. <laughs> what, Whatever. This one, no. It's Just fine. Kidding. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> didn't even recognize you like can you I don't even think about it it's just I'm used to the weight of it I don't even think about it now and it's no. my it's my dominant hand now because it looks so good oh my god oh my god You're... does your wedding ring go on your left hand or your right hand your left one it goes on your left okay yeah that's what I thought no but your joke on quarter life crisis was so good about like, oh how I felt better than everyone yeah, when I was engaged like, I totally did <laughs> dude sometimes I have like so you know how people have phantom limbs? <laughs> I have like phantom ring sometimes. That's I crazy. was engaged for like a couple months. <laughs> I was not engaged that long. It changes you. And, dude, I I had there was one point where I thought that I had um like I thought I had like rinsed it down the sink or like thrown it away or something. That's so scary. And it was so horrifying and I hadn't. It was like I had taken it off to wash my hands and it was over here. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought I lost it. And now every time I throw something down a garbage chute, I get like phantom ring pain oh. around my ring finger. Like, oh my God, I lost it. And I'm like, Taylor, 
You did, but a long time ago. <laughs> you lost it in a you different did. way. <laughs> oh you like you lost it like you can't get it back. <laughs> you didn't throw it down a chute, okay? It's it's physically and metaphorically gone. <laughs> I think it's so wild to me that I was ever engaged because I just I'm just so not ready to be married. Like I'm just so not like a forever partner yet like on yeah. my I have so much more therapy to do right yeah that I it's like amazing to me that I was like at a point so short that was like years ago now that was like two and a half years ago now yeah but there's something about that like 24 to 25 thing where you're like I'm an adult I did it yeah I'm gonna go ahead with the next step but we don't even realize we're not even like fully functional yet. Like our brain is still kind of developing. So yeah, yeah. I'm and a big, big believer in like waiting until your 30s for those big life things because you just don't know what life is going to be like at 25. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and this ties in perfectly to the theme of our podcast. Look, it was all coming somewhere. <laughs> but I, I do think that like relationships play such a big part in where you end up in the country or in the world like you end up moving for relationships or you move away because you went through a bad breakup or you know your family moves away or you move back to be with your family or you move home to be around your childhood friends like right. so much of your geographical location for so many people depends on their relationships and, and where they're at. And a lot of people make big moves to big cities after they go through terrible breakups and become different people and, and become the people they want to be or wanted to be maybe. Like I was walking around today thinking about that where I was like, wow, I was really ready to have a totally different life right. a few years ago and like on track to get married and be in one place and go on the road less, honestly. Sure. And now I am so far from that life that I thought I was going to have. And I love it. And it's going great. And it's hard in different ways and easier in other ways. And you just, your 20s and and. 30s I'm told your 30s are a little more stable <laughs> but I know plenty of 30 somethings who are also still in it I, I mean the only constant in your life is change I don't know who said that I think it's attributed to a bunch of different people because yeah. it's just one of those things where like that's true nobody gets ownership of that mm -hmm. but you really just have to get used to the fact that the only thing you can count on is everything's going to be not what you thought it was going to be <laughs> yeah and that might be okay. Like, I I really like the person I am right now. There's a lot that I need to work on, and I am working on very actively. But I, I, I feel myself becoming a better version of myself. And I, I remember how I felt, like, two and a half years ago when I thought I'd nailed it. And I thought that I was, like, the best version of me and I was crushing it and I'm like, I'm great. And then I had like a meltdown and it, the really unfortunate thing about it was not like the, not like that relationship ending, even though that was very hard, it was, it was mostly just realizing that I wasn't where I wanted to be and I wasn't 
this like great person I thought I was or I wasn't this like super like enlightened person and and had all my shit together and I go to therapy like it's it's tough and your 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 young adulthood is just kind of constantly punctuated by those moments of oh fuck I thought I had it I really thought I had it and yeah. then you lose your balance and you realize you didn't have it yeah and then in the breakdown of literally everything around you or when those big life changes come about because you're like well I had this one vision of how things are going to be and if that isn't working out I guess it opens me up to try to just be crazy do something weird or different or move across the country or do these things that probably wouldn't have come about if you hadn't like just had everything you know fall apart yeah it's it sucks but when you can build yourself back up again, like you said, after everything has fallen apart, but be a little bit uh, better. Yeah. It's it's really nice. Like, I didn't feel what you're talking about right now until I actually started going to therapy. And then, then I started feeling proud of myself. Mm. And it wasn't even like something crazy was being discovered every time I went to therapy. It was just like, I'm doing this for, I'm doing something for me. Yeah. And that sometimes that can be enough to like really make you feel proud of yourself which proud comes with confidence and confidence means sometimes you're just able to pull yourself up out of those depressions a little bit easier or quicker or faster so yeah yeah I think therapy has been a really big thing for me and like kind of what you're saying in that realm of like I'm feeling like I'm becoming closer to that person I always envisioned myself through therapy yeah something I've realized pretty recently but definitely is the result of a lot of therapy is that for years I thought that if I achieved enough, I was going to be worth it. I thought that if I got to a certain place in my career, the people I loved were going to love me perfectly mm -hmm. and I was going to be perfect. And even when I messed up, I was going to be successful enough not to leave or something. Yeah. And once I like achieved all of my wildest dreams career wise, which I have, maybe I should dream bigger. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I definitely have. I, I feel super lucky to be where I'm at. But once I achieved everything I wanted to achieve and had the career I wanted to have and had to face the fact that I wasn't the type of person that I wanted to be with forever right like they always say that right like you gotta be the person that you'd want like would you date you and right a couple years ago my answer was no <laughs> and nope. sometimes it's still no she's a mess truly <sighs> truly there are days where i'm yeah. like why why would anyone do this oh my gosh yeah i think that a lot <laughs> do you it's crazy yeah it's, i mean i don't know maybe that self-awareness is good but like I, I really I just was so focused on the wrong stuff for so long and like look it worked I'm I'm pretty successful <laughs> in my in my field in my desired profession but there's a lot about me that I want to be better at like I want to be more forgiving and I want to be more flexible and I want to be more open-minded and even keel and like curious and intelligent like there's all these things I want to be that have nothing to do with my achievements or my career 
And it is a it is a really hard pill to swallow if you are like a, a high achieving person yeah. to come to terms with the fact that that is not what's going to make you feel whole and good about yourself. You're going to have to like read a book. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is crazy. <laughs> I don't know why it's so much harder to read a book than it is Books. to like toil away in comedy clubs for 10 years. <laughs> But I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst. Can I listen to the Body Keep score? Can I do an audiobook? You can, by the yes. way. Um, but yeah, I got a little serious for a minute. But this podcast is whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me. I don't know why I, I react like people are judging us. <laughs> That's my own shit. It's just throughout this podcast, I'm just like, what? You don't think I can do this? Fuck you, okay? I'm doing great. If I want to do a solo podcast, I'm going to do it. Also, I'm not even solo. Brianna's here, okay? <laughs> so, like, we got serious and then we got angry. Yeah, it's... This is what I'm talking about. I'd like to be more even kill. I'd like to be more forgiving and flexible. And like, look, we had a serious moment. Oh, how fun that the podcast went there. I'm so... I'm also like... So Sam Sam took me to Uniqlo, which you were saying you didn't you haven't been there, but they have a lot of warm clothes. I'm gonna have to visit that place. Yeah, they have a lot of like heat tech stuff. Um, oh, that's and cool. he had gotten me a couple like long sleeve like heat tech shirts. Um, I guess a couple years ago now, like in the last couple years, he's done it a, a few times where he's like, "You need these leggings. You need like." this turtleneck or whatever. Yeah. And I was always like, oh, this makes a big difference. I had no idea that you could get this. I wish I'd known about this when I was in Massachusetts at 20, just like driving around in like a sweatshirt from Target. Um, but they have like leggings and, and under armor type shirts. And uh, he had gotten me some stuff and I was wearing it religiously. And then I went back and they have like cute stuff too. Like literally everything I'm wearing is from Uniqlo right now. We're not sponsored by Uniqlo, <laughs> um, but I'm wearing I'm wearing leggings, like thinner leggings, under these heat tech jeggings. Oh, that's cool. And then this is just a shirt. This is just a a button button up shirt. And then this is a a sweater over it that is not heat tech, but it is nice and warm and fuzzy. And then I have another heat tech shirt that I might put on under this if I want on the way out. Um, this, by the way, is uh, how I dress when I want to look like I finished college. <laughs> that like collared shirt <laughs> under the sweater messy low bun thing like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i was late i just threw my hair up after studying i was just i was i was dusting off books in in the restricted section <laughs> and i i just you know uh, i i'm in ravenclaw i don't yeah. i look i didn't choose ravenclaw ravenclaw chose me everybody like wanted to be gryffindor when we were babies yeah and then you got a little older and then everybody is like, no, it's Ravenclaw. <laughs> and then you got older and then some people were like, no, it's Hufflepuff. And you're like, you went too far. Shut up. <laughs> it's um, never Hufflepuff. You are giving off uh, Hermione Granger thank vibe. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm truly like, this is, this, I, I can't imagine going, I can't go on stage like this. Like there's, I, I've struggled with what to wear on stage for years because as a woman, as a woman in entertainment, 
you have you have all this shit said to you. And you know, I mean, I think regardless of your gender, you are told like not to dress too revealing or like too sexy on stage for stand up because it is revealing or you know distracting or whatever Mm -hmm. but some people have like person not even personas it's just how they are it's just how they dress is like fancier or like cooler or like sexier i am not that person it doesn't fit my stage persona or my life persona (laughs) um and this isn't even sexy by the way this just makes me look like again i finished college (laughs) And I don't want to lie to the audience. I'll lie to people on the street as I pass them. I will lie to my partner's parents when I meet them for dinner and I wear this outfit. But I can't lie to people on stage. And even like doing these theaters on this theater tour I'm on, ttomcomedy.com, for tickets. I've I've been really struggling because I'm trying to like dress better. But I usually just wear like jackets and hoodies on stage with like cool sneakers. And so I've been like, trying to perform in like boots and like cool <laughs> pants and it's hard to find that in between place of like hey i dressed up a little more because i know you paid more for a theater and a babysitter <laughs> but also like this is still me i don't think i'm like better i did perform with my hair down recently Ooh. which was huge for me yeah. not gonna do it again but i could <laughs> if i wanted to this is how i wore my hair this like messy bun thing. This is how I wore my hair in uh, high school when I was mm. like, I'm going to be a writer. And I was just like, you know, reading <laughs> Jane Austen all the time. Like truly yes. that's, it's it's nothing like my job now. Like I think it's, <laughs> I, I don't know what people think I'm like based on my standup, but it this is what I wanted to be. I wanted, I wanted to be somebody who like, <laughs> finished college and and worth sweaters over button-ups and like <laughs> not just read jane austen like knew her like went on like a pilgrimage to her her home and stuff but uh that's not that's not my life it's now i'm I'm just this dirty comedian <laughs> this you're trash all grimy fire. from new york city i know yeah. just this grimy but if i if i I said this to Sam this morning, I think. I was like, man, if I told my 14-year-old self what my life looked like now, we might have already talked about this. I'm going to talk about it every episode, maybe. She would lose her goddamn mind. If I told my 14-year-old self what my life looked like, what I looked like now, (laughs) like I feel so bad about my appearance all the time. And I'm like, bitch, if our 14-year-old self knew we looked like this she'd be like great awesome (laughs) we learned how to do our makeup that wasn't eyeliner on our waterline incredible it's those days oh my god so bad (laughs) the worst the hard crayon like oh Oh. it hurts me to think about it's so cringy (laughs) but yeah if you're ever like unhappy with where you're at in life think about like when you were 13 and sad watching glee on an old television because that's what i was doing i was like man chris colfer follows me on instagram now i don't know why i have no idea we can't clip this out because i don't want him to see and unfollow me but i have no idea a while ago i noticed that chris colfer was following me and i was like what like 
I must have followed him first. I'm pretty sure I did. But I'm like, he he like liked a video of mine recently because I forget that he follows me. Because <laughs> then every, whenever I remember, I check. Yes. Does he be still done? Make sure. Because I really liked Glee when I was 13. <laughs> and uh, it's so weird. Like there's it, there's always like those handful of people that follow you <laughs> once you're like in the entertainment industry where you're like, how did you get here? What are you doing? I told you. And you want to text them so bad. You want to message them so bad and be like, why? <laughs> it's so dumb. This is like the mo- I'm sure this is really cringy to listen to of just like, <laughs> you know who else follows me? But it's like that was such a weird. Just think again, things you could tell yes. your childhood self to go like, you know, that person like follows you on Instagram. And I'd be like, what's Instagram? <laughs> I was on Instagram till college. Yeah. Um, I don't know when Instagram came out. Speaking of which, I I looked in to you like when I knew we were going to start working together. Right. Uh-huh. So I like your comedy. But again, like you said, like, I don't think a lot of people look past that yeah. sometimes. They'll just like, oh, I enjoy her comedy, but they don't like I listen to podcast episodes you've been on, stuff like that. I, I felt like I learned so much you, about you. You researched me the way I research people. <laughs> yeah. It's I love it. Yeah. Um, but I noticed I was like, who's following her? Uh, that's like a celebrity or something like that. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> she has like Gordon Ramsay. What? I think Gordon Ramsay. No. I think so. Really? I think this so. Is so. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> podcast. We can cut this out if we want. I this is look a vulnerable Wait, moment. I think Gordon Ramsay? There's no way. I think he does. Really? Because I was like, that's so oh. random. <laughs> oh my god, he does. He d- <laughs> what? What? Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, that's so stupid. <laughs> Why? Oh, he's got a daughter. Maybe no, she followed you me. You were funny. <laughs> there's no there's no way that Gordon Ramsay watched Quarter Life Crisis and was like, this is my shit right here. <laughs> I wish that Instagram would like would tell you who like you can do that on Twitter. You can see like mm. the verified yeah. thing, but you can't see on. I do wish. Also, Liza Koshy. And I was oh like, yeah, I've met her. She's oh, lovely. Loved her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. She's so she's so talented. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's insane. Like just upsettingly talented, <laughs> and then like also really nice. Yeah. And you're like, fuck off, man. I oh, can't really? really have it all. Okay, you're just everything all at once. <laughs> Unfair. <clears throat> um, that's so funny. You didn't know Gordon Ramsay. I had no you. idea. That has to be his. Do- <laughs> There's no way he runs his own social media. That's got to be his kid. It's yeah no I've had like every once in a while you have like a famous person like DM you just like Mm. love your stuff and you're like what (laughs) me too like you're just like (laughs) so stupid same same (laughs) it's it sounds so lame but you're like for real though I think you're good (laughs) um I did have okay I had a couple main character moments this week these are my main character is you remember man crush Monday we're gonna take that (laughs) back but it's gonna be main character moment so again this outfit the closest I get if I could if I can get into the reading rose room at the New York Public Library I will wear this (laughs) I'm gonna dress better for that because I want to be allowed in there 
I I talked to somebody today who said that he'd gone in there and they didn't ask him. They just he just went in, but he was like, but it was for the before the pandemic, so I don't mm-hmm. know. So now maybe they're a little bit more like, what are you coming in here for? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, when I did, there were people walking in and out. So maybe now they're like, I don't know, just the amount of people in there, they're they're controlling it. Yeah. Um, that that is my goal for next week is to go back to the reading room at the New York Public Library. And actually go inside and sit down and like work on some stuff. Oh, you because have to do. I this. was so scared when they were like, "Are you here to work?" And I was like, "No, I'm just looking. I'm sorry. I'm just here for hand sanitizer." Um, but my main characters uh, this week, um, number one, babies in strollers in the winter in New York. Babies in strollers when it is cold outside, they. They look so cozy. <laughs> they look so comfortable. I've never wanted to be anybody <laughs> more than I've wanted to be a baby <laughs> in the New York cold weather riding around in a stroller. It's yeah, those little things around them. It's I I felt similar when I watched Beyonce's Homecoming, but that's the only other time that I felt so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> of a person and yes. wanted to be them so badly <laughs> it's babies and strollers bundled up for winter and beyonce on stage those are the two for me they do equate yeah if someone was like who would you switch bodies with for one full day i would have to think about it for a minute <laughs> and i'd be like mm, okay beyonce on a day that she's like not working out all day because i assume some days are just like all leg day this is leg day mm-hmm. and then a baby in a stroller just getting just getting wheeled around new york city oh yeah i mean what yeah it's like those horse-drawn carriages without the guilt and animal cruelty <laughs> and the person pushing you loves you <laughs> And yeah. wants you to stay safe and they're not going to charge you. It's free. Oh, my God. And sometimes they'll throw in a croissant in there for the kid. Oh, God, a croissant. <laughs> what is more main character than a croissant? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and then I saw a girl um, with beautiful French braided hair. People who walk around with French braided hair, to me, that just screams like I had a good mom. <laughs> like that's. You know what I mean? Like, my mom used to French braid my hair when she was alive and yes. I was really little. And it hurt so bad because she would do it really oh, tight and well. Yeah. And she would always be like, beauty's pain. My yeah. mom was very beautiful. <laughs> uh, hence my imposter syndrome. <laughs> but once she died, I just, like, didn't – I can, but it looks like shit. And there was this girl with, like, yeah. gorgeous, thick hair that was French braided. And I was like – Oh my God. I just want to have a sleepover with you. Yes. I just want to like, <laughs> I just want to come hang out and have you brush my hair and I'll brush your hair. <laughs> just let me touch your braid. Have you ever touched like a sleek French braid? You just kind of, oh my God. It's, it's so good. It's so good. I have a, oh, this is embarrassing. But if we want to dig into me oh, a little bit. Let's dig in. So I, uh, Growing up in Ohio, like I did, there's not much to participate in. Uh huh. So I wasn't really cheerleader material. Did you win a win a ribbon for French <laughs> braiding? Is this 
Does this story end in a this ribbon? Is what I announced to you. <laughs> uh, no, I was a majorette. So <gasps> with the baton yes! and everything. Well, we did a uh, parades, football games, stuff, uh-huh. competitions, and it had to be tight, like braided hair, French braided hair. And uh, so I just got so used to that look. And of course, my mom did it. It hurt like hell. Yeah. The whole thing. But I never learned how to braid on myself. Oh, yeah. So once I became too old to ask people for help, uh, I haven't been able to do that. But I've tried a couple of times. I just I fail miserably. So if I saw a beautiful woman with beautiful French braided hair out in the public, I'd probably be pissed. I had to stop myself from going up to her (laughs) and saying something. (laughs) It was so beautiful. You're a major. I was in marching band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of I kind of loved it. Yeah, it's a great place to get your hair French braided too. <laughs> yes. Just in a in a circle of woodwinds <laughs> in the bleachers, just bored. <laughs> so good. There was also I was rushing to get here on time, but I was coming up from the subway and yeah, I took the subway here by myself. <laughs> Did I I think I talked about it in the episode with Sam about the first time I came here yes. by myself and he was like so proud of me and I was like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, I did it. He's like, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, stop. stop. Everyone's here. Uh, every time I come here, I'm like, so which stop is it? But I was coming up from the subway and there was like somebody performing, someone singing or playing something. And usually I try to like stop and watch, but I didn't have time. But I heard like the most incredible ovation after they finished. Like there was like, there must have been a crowd. It was yeah. so beautiful. I just heard it as I was leaving. That's so cool. I didn't get, I didn't get a glimpse of it. It was so nice. Um, I do have like, again, I don't know what the, what the segment for this was. Was it such a racket? It was just a what the fuck moment, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I Every time I walk by those like piles of bags on the sidewalk, that are like knockoff handbags, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Like, there's so many of them, I have to assume that it works. <laughs> but like, who's, who's like walking around with a, like, oh, I, this, I got it from purse pile. <laughs> I got it, I got it from the pile of purses <laughs> over on 7th Ave. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, it's outside of a store. You can't miss it. <laughs> Um, it is sort of a moving target, but what, what a deal. Those, these street bags. I, it's, it's like pretty incredible. Maybe I'm speaking very ignorantly, but is that just, uh, so that's a, probably a Midwestern special over there. I know people that come from Ohio and they're like, we have to go and get the bags. Like that's what they really refer to them as my, my, they think that's like legit, like. They think that's like designer. They, they or they just think it doesn't, It you can't tell. In Ohio, you can't tell. Oh, <laughs> you know I, I see. It's that's like, what it is. But it they just they don't say they just bought it on the street, do exactly. they? Exactly. Or no. do they? Because that's like part of New York. <laughs> we got it on the street in New York. I don't know. I think... We got a hot dog and a Chanel bag. <laughs> you Knock know, New Chanel. York. <laughs> Get no, your I hot corn know. nuts. <laughs> Get your cold Chanel bag. <laughs> It's been in the road for three hours. <laughs> they are always freezing. <laughs> oh 
don't know. I don't get it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But I think a lot because I just know my aunt and cousins do that. They Whenever they come to New York. They really do. They really do. They seek wow. them out to grab up some of the bags. Wow. This yeah. was very, this was a very informative learning moment for me <laughs> because I was legitimately like, Is, are people really buying it? And you're like, yeah, they really yeah. are. But not the people who live here. It's no, for no, everybody no, no. else, you know. That's why they – I well, I mean, I don't go a lot of places, but there's so many of these around Macy's and 34th yeah. area. I mean, it's actually kind of hilarious just, like, how many people are going to them instead of H&M or, like, going to – That's them. what I'm saying. There's just so many. <laughs> yes. If I saw, like, one, I'd be like, oh, okay. But right. there's so many. There's so many. That I'm like, this is, like – this is like a, a pop-up business. This is crazy. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. Yep. This is one step closer to being a real New Yorker. Man. It's happening. It's all <laughs> happening. Um, oh, and then I also, coming out of the subway, the exit that's like a revolving cage uh, door? Mm. No. No. I don't like it. I don't. It looks like a torture device. It looks like what they put Miss what miss trumbull would put you in yes in matilda it really and i always go the wrong way and i think i'm (laughs) trapped in the subway and i'm like this is how it happens and then i go the other way and i'm like oh thank god but i'm like who why are we doing this why are these here no idea you like how i can still complain about new york even when i'm like we're doing great this week (laughs) we're doing so well it really is such a toxic relationship where one week you're like everything's awesome and then the next week you're like we're just fighting worse than we ever have. <laughs> I just can't. I don't. We're not even speaking the same language. <laughs> well, when you said everything was going so well, I half expected you to say, and then I saw a rat. Oh, <laughs> I've seen rats. Or a cockroach. Oh, my God. The rat. I, 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 again, it's hard because I'm dating such a New Yorker who's so unfazed yeah. by any of those things. So when I'm like, oh, my God, it's a rat. He's like. They're nice. They're cute. They're just living their lives. And he gets very defensive of New York anytime I'm like, oh, God, it's too cold right now. And he's just like, well, come on. Like, like he just gets very like, you know, it really does feel like I'm dating a married person. And I'm like, your wife kind of sucks. And he's like, how fucking dare you talk about my wife like that? And I'm like, well, why are you with me? Like, what are we doing? I love that he stands up for the rats, you know. I know. It is nice. Like, They're cute. Gonna do it. It's really, we were talking about it off the air. It's like, he really is such a New Yorker that it makes you want to be a New Yorker because he makes it look so fun. Yeah. Because he's just like, it's mad, it's beautiful. <laughs> he walks around talking like a tourist. I'm like, if you heard him talking, you'd be like, that guy's not from here because he's just walking around like New York. Like he walks around like that. Just really like jazz that it's all happening. He's yeah. like, it's so beautiful. And the Christmas, look at this. Like, it's, no one does the holidays like New York. And you're like, I, nobody here thinks we live here. No one. It's really, it's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, aren't we supposed to just have like our, our shoulders hunched up around our ears going like, bah humbug, yeah. tourists. But no, he's just like, have you ever seen anything so wonderful in your life? That's just him every day in New York. It's really cute. If anybody is going to convince you it's going to be him that New York oh, is magical. Absolutely. If he can't do it, nobody can. 
if Sam cannot get me to leg it here, it's it is a truly a lost cause. <laughs> but I will say that dressing for the warm weather has made a huge for the dressing warmly for the cold weather has made a huge difference because it makes me feel like I can do it. Yeah. Because I've just been really scared about the winter. Yeah, I I would like to say that I've learned my lesson being here and growing up in cold places my entire life. But just yesterday, we were like, well, we've been cooped up for about a day and a half now. We should go do something. Uh, so we're like, let's go walk to Madison Park and just sit in the park. It'll be fun. And I just wore regular leggings. And it was freezing cold i was like why would you do this? you know how oh, cold yeah. it is but you walked out of the house with just leggings and then now i made it so i'm like well i'm freezing so now i have to go back yeah if you if you dress appropriately you can really like extend the amount of time you're outside yeah and you like have to go outside it's yeah. just like so necessary let's start let's start a new segment called hot tip please send in your hot tips on how i can survive the winter <laughs> Yes. This this podcast should be called Is This a Segment? <laughs> this podcast should be called This podcast should be called <laughs> And now for today's segment on This podcast should be called <laughs> I uh I got those gloves. They have these gloves now that are like mittens, mm -hmm. but I don't know, are these new? I just don't need mittens usually. They're like mittens, but they're cuz they're fingerless, so you can use your phone, but the, there's like a little snapback thing oh, where you little... take the top finger part and you fold it backwards so and you pin it against your wrist and then you can unpin it and put it over your little fingies <sighs> when you're cold I and don't... they're awesome and I love it. <laughs> I don't have any, but I need to pick some of those up. I have seen them before. Yeah, I got them yeah. like a Marshalls, I think. They're awesome. Like, cause all those, those gloves with like the touch tech fingertips where you're supposed to be able to use your iPhone they just don't yeah. it just doesn't really work right no there are probably some out there that are awesome if there are please send them to me yeah sad in the city pod sad in the city pod at gmail.com taylor Tomlinson, whatever you want to do but honestly <laughs> probably the podcast instagram or email because i get a lot of messages yeah. on my personal one um yeah i love i love a hot a hot tip for staying warm oh yeah people are gonna probably be like go into a bar Drink I know, right? wine and get flushed and then go Seriously? outside. <laughs> I know, right? It oh. does help though. As soon as I like drink a little bit of wine, I get all rosy and everything, and I'm like, oh, warmity. <laughs> maybe I need to start. Maybe I need to start drinking. That's what it is. <laughs> and it was at this moment <laughs> that Taylor's descent into alcoholism began. We can pinpoint it to this moment in her brief, short-lived podcast, "Sad in the City." This is me. Uh, narrating the <laughs> biopic on me after I drink myself to death. Um, <laughs> we just tried to watch um, that new Beatles documentary on HBO Max that Peter Jackson did. I think it's on HBO. Oh, if anybody's watched seen. it, it's just like B-roll footage of them rehearsing and it's really cool oh for gosh. like 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, okay, this is two and a half hours. Like, let's just break this up a little, <laughs> but it's very cool. But uh, as as a as an entertainer, you're always like, "When am I gonna die?" <laughs> and yeah. is there gonna be enough B roll? <laughs> there is. There's plenty. <laughs> you can do an entire one that's just that Val Kilmer documentary. Did you guys see that? I haven't seen it. Um, there's a lot of like selfie videos he took, like before you had a camera phone, and uh, 
it just it, it was a good window and you're like wow it's gonna be really easy to make documentaries about <laughs> us going forward because it's just gonna be a bunch of yeah pretty great footage right of us talking directly to the camera <laughs> yeah i mean it's not gonna be hard it's really not gonna be hard no that documentary i'm i almost i feel like i have to elect into having i know i'm gonna be sad oh yeah yeah, yeah. No, you know you, you gotta and prepare never, for that yeah so but sometimes that's fun <laughs> no for sure but i just winter is I, a I magical know. time to be sad <laughs> <laughs> like if i want to cry I'll just turn the greatest showman on <laughs> and be happy crying. <laughs> That's so funny. The greatest showman is such a problematic film. It's it's well, it's geez. about such a horrible person. Yes, I know. And we're just like, let's cast Hugh Jackman as the most horrible person. And he singing and dancing. Off oh my and god, so I forget. It's so charming. <laughs> And you're like, this is really irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, no. This whole movie. That guy was horrible. Oh my god, he was so bad. He was so bad. But you're like, this beat was pretty good. <laughs> you're like, I really, I'm having a good time, and I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> I feel like did we have another? Se- I mean, I did a couple segments, right? You did. Uh, we I did really it. like your tears of joy. Oh yeah, tears of joy. That's what we were gonna do. Mm-hmm. Okay. My tears of joy moment this week is it's kind of simple, I guess, but like dressed really warm, walking home as the sun is going down, which, by the way, is at like 430. But like all the holiday decorations are up and the sun's setting and you're just warm enough. And like, you know, Sam and I are just out on the street like it was really like a nice, lovely moment. And that was the moment that I referred to earlier where I was like, man. If my middle school self knew what was coming, yeah, she'd probably be pretty stoked. Yeah. So that was probably my tears of joy moment. And uh, it really, at the heart of it, is just being dressed appropriately for the weather. Yes. Yeah. It's that's it goes so far with me. Right. Going out into cold weather and being warm, I really feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. Also, just you can extend your time outside. It's it's it, it is really a thing. Yeah. I mean, I I really feel like when I go outside and I've dressed appropriately for the weather, I I don't want to say I feel like I'm playing God necessarily, but I do feel as though I have bested Earth, <laughs> if that makes sense, you know, where you just walk out and you're kind of like, fuck you, Mother Nature. This right here, it's a neck warmer that I can pull over my face. Do you know what heat tech is? Me neither until this morning. But then I went to Uniqlo, and now it's all I talk about. And now I'm just better than everyone, because now I know what exists. Because now I know what the fuck it is. <laughs> all right. Well, here's uh, here's to you, Brianna. Here's to another week of Cheers. you <laughs> laughing at my dipshittery <laughs> and oversharing with me and uh, helping me to like it here, because oh, you really are. Thank you. Please don't use any of this against me if anything goes wrong with us. Oh my God! You, the, oh, those those me liking it here. Oh no! All of the embarrassing stories. Oh I've God! You. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you well, imagine? also, like, who are you going to tell? But still, yeah. just also, are we cutting all this out? Or <laughs> I'm sorry, are we not putting all this on the bucket? I told you when we first started talking, my goal is to get you to change the name of this podcast, <laughs> so you won't be sad in the city anymore. Um, so whatever I can do from afar, I'm yeah. going to keep trying. 
our our uh, uh, tune in every week for our ongoing journey <laughs> to change this podcast name to Stoked in the City. <laughs> so stoked. The best. My Dustin always does that, and it's my favorite thing. Uh, oh my god! All right, thanks, Brianna. You're the best. Thank thanks, you. guys, for listening. Email us sadinthecitypod at gmail.com love it